The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, joining me as he does every Thursday at 6pm, Jeff Cooner, host of the Cooner Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston. Jeff, it is good to talk to you again. Since our last conversation, we had the Iowa caucus, a resounding victory for Donald Trump. What's your take on it all? Uh, it was a remarkable victory. Uh, it was one of the greatest victories ever uh, by any candidate in the history of the Iowa Republican caucuses. And I think now it's very clear he's got all the momentum behind him. Uh, DeSantis, I think, in many ways, was the big loser. He finished a very distant second, uh, was uh, lost by 30 percentage points. And this is after he spent a year, a year, essentially living in Iowa. Uh, He burned through $150 million. And look, I think the wild card now is going to be Nikki Haley. She finished a very close third, uh, right behind Ron DeSantis. I have to say, she's doing very well in New Hampshire. Uh, It's going to be a pivotal, pivotal primary on Tuesday. A lot of independents are flocking to her. She's got a ton of money. She's on the air. Um, Her ground game is very good. The polls now show that the race is tightening and tightening and tightening. Uh, Trump's lead has now been cut in half. It's about seven, eight percentage points. Depends on which poll you're looking at. Uh, She's going to give him a real fight in New Hampshire. So if I were Trump, I would go all in now on New Hampshire. If he could beat Nikki Haley there, which is really tailor made for her. It's got a lot of independents, a lot of moderate voters. Uh, Democrats and independents are able to cross over in New Hampshire Mm. and vote in the Republican primary. If she can't beat him in New Hampshire, I don't see where else she can beat him, because even her home state of South Carolina it's really Trump country. Uh, Trump is beating her in her home state of South Carolina by about 35 points. So she has to do very well in New Hampshire. If she does, I think we have a longer race. If she doesn't, this thing could be over. Uh, would there ever be evidence, Jeff, of, of those independents and Democrats tactically voting for who they perceive to be a worse candidate? You know, because oh, they, 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 like, they, they, like, they would like, they, they don't want Nikki Haley. They, they, they might think, and maybe like the polls don't reflect this, but just for argument's sake, they perceive Nikki Haley to be a bigger threat in a general election, so they might vote for Trump. Well, the, you know, the irony is that if you look at a lot of polls, Haley actually does much better against Biden than Trump does. I mean, Trump is, does have a slight lead as things stand right now, but, you know, it's three, four percentage points. It's, you know, Biden could easily make that up. Haley's got 10, 12, some polls 17 points. So you're right. In theory, maybe the smarter move would be go all in on Trump and knock Haley out. What I'm getting is the is the opposite. They don't want Trump. Many Democrats fear a Trump presidency and they like Nikki Haley. Uh, they think she's very good on many issues. They think she's a moderate. Uh, they like her position on Ukraine. She's very similar to Biden's. Uh, on the border, she's nowhere near as hawkish as Trump is. Uh, they see her as representing a more centrist, establishment Republican Party, mm. and they don't want Trump. And so many of them are saying, and plus there's no Democratic primary. So it's not as if Biden is on the ballot for the Democrats. Mm. So many Democrats are saying, well, if we're going to vote for anybody, let's vote for Nikki. What about Ron DeSantis? What does he do now? As you say, he's burned through 150 million quid in Iowa alone. Does he have any money left to keep campaigning? 
Uh, he's got a little bit left. Apparently, this broke this morning, so you're getting basically breaking news. Uh, he's already moving resources now out of New Hampshire. He's basically now conceded not only that he's going to lose, but he could get four, even three percent, which be a humiliating defeat. Pressure is building on him to drop out. And if that happens, I think that helps Haley because a lot of DeSantis supporters don't want Trump either. And this is what Nikki Haley's been asking for one on one with Trump. And DeSantis may drop out after New Hampshire. If that happens, she does well. We have a horse race. Well, it's the way you describe it, Jeff. I mean, it sounds like this is still maybe not all to play for, but there's, you know, there's still some way to go on this yet. Because the, the the day after the Iowa caucus, a couple of days ago, I mean, a lot of the headlines seem to suggest that this was done and dusted. Well, I mean, look, just a, a stand back from a national perspective. He leads the entire field by over 30 percentage points. Uh, he leads in almost every state in terms of Republican primary voters. So, you know, from a, a, ma- a macro point mm. of view, he looks invincible. But Nikki Haley's got a lot of money. A lot of donors are flocking to her. Uh, a lot of independents like her. If she Look, it really comes down to this. If Trump wins by double digits uh, on Tuesday in New Hampshire, it's over. There's going to be so much pressure for her to drop out. She won't be able to withstand it. But if she wins, or even let's say she loses by two or three percentage points, she's got a lot of people who want her to fight this thing on. Uh, because, look, the problem Trump has for all of his strength, and there's a lot of strengths there, he's got these looming cases. Mm. And already now, some are, there's a big one now in New York, a civil fraud case. Uh, the Georgia case is going to start up in a couple of weeks. If one indictment drops on Trump or he's a convicted, Look, even the Iowa exit polls, 30 percent of Republicans said they don't want Trump then to continue should he be a convicted felon. So Haley's strategy is if I can hang on, Trump may be forced out. I'll be the nominee. But that's why Trump wants to wrap this up on Tuesday. Do, do Haley and DeSantis talk at all about Donald Trump's legal problems? Uh, Haley does. DeSantis is warning Republicans. Not in a sense of vote for me. He's what he's saying is you go all in on Trump. Those indictments are going to sink him that in a national campaign by the fall, he will be convicted at least on one of these counts mm. and his numbers are going to crater. Well, do, 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 do they echo the, the Trump campaign talking points about, you know, witch hunts and democratic the, uh, uh, campaigns? Haley less so. DeSantis doesn't like these indictments. Uh, he thinks that, you know, they're, they're there, they're a reality, and, you know, one of them is going to stick probably. But no, DeSantis has really criticized these indictments as a witch hunt. The problem with DeSantis is he's trying to appeal to too many people. He wants to appeal to MAGA, and he wants to appeal to the moderates. And that's why he never found his own lane. Nikki Haley, to her credit, found her own lane. She's now telling everybody, you're never Trump, back me. And that's why she's got more staying power than DeSantis. How much money does Nikki Haley have? Uh, she's got about 80 million now. And I got to tell you, she can raise another hundred easy. Wow. And I mean, and I don't want to get into the weeds. I don't want to bore you and your audience. But like they, they call them mailers here in the United States, like literature you get in the mail. Yeah. It costs about two million dollars to get one of these glossy brochures. My listeners in New Hampshire are telling me they're getting six, seven, eight a day from Nikki Haley. 
So they are dropping so much money in New Hampshire. And um, we're very close, obviously, we're on the border with New Hampshire. Uh, you can't you can't watch a TV show. You can't turn on a TV station without seeing a Nikki Haley ad. Uh, Jeff, you know so, what that is. We have it here as well. It's the lads handing out those flyers for the Chinese takeaway. They dump the first 40 through the first letterbox and then they say their job is done. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, she's got the cash. If she wants to go much longer, uh, she can take this till June. There's no shortage of money for Haley. And uh, what about Joe Biden? I mean, how actively is he raising money or, or does the incumbent have to do that type of work? Does kind of money just gravitate towards them? Well, he's getting a lot of money. In fact, uh, that's one of the things I mentioned to one of your producers when I spoke to him. Uh, he's put in a record haul. See, the other thing that's developing is as the Republicans are at each other's throats, bleeding each other, uh, he now he brought in $97 million just in the last quarter of 2023 He's got $235 million cash on hand. Uh, he's going to raise about seven, eight, maybe even $900 million. So the other problem Trump's going to have, if it is a general campaign, he's not going to have much money. And Biden's going to have unlimited money. And the Democrats believe they're going to target it at these key swing states and they can drive Trump's numbers down. Jeff, always a pleasure and I look forward already uh, to our catch-up next week. Jeff Cooner is host of the Cooner Report on WRKO AM 680 Radio in Boston. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.